Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Aftermath For Episode 60 Chapter 50 The Funeral of Audrey Gale Welcome back to Darker Days of Dorothy Gale. It feels like it's been forever since I've done one of these aftermaths. This episode is dropping on November 24th, 2023. The last aftermath was... uh, Just let me check my notes here. Hmm, Let's see here. Looks like September 21st, 2023. So, it's been a minute. Not that the show has been completely MIA, mind you. There were some repeat recaps, a little bit of housekeeping, a video game review, a couple of episodes from a completely separate podcast, and, of course, the eventual Chapter 50. Still... It's nice to get back to normal. This week, we're talking about, as I said, Chapter 50, The Funeral of Audrey Gale. This chapter officially kicks off Part 3 of 3. And even though this is the final part of the book, we've still got a way to go. There's 82 chapters total, so... Yeah. This chapter is all about grief and loss. It pulls a lot from my own personal experiences. While I don't know the pain of losing my mother, or really anyone in my immediate family, I've mourned the loss of many loved ones. My parents each come from large families. And growing up, I was pretty close with a lot of them. I still am close with a lot of them. Holidays when I was a kid, and even now, I suppose, were big. We would walk down the street, passing my aunt and uncle's house, another aunt and uncle's house, and to my grandmother's house. It would be full of relatives that I both saw on a regular basis and only saw a couple times a year, if that. We would play board games, cards, or watch movies on a big console TV that sat in the corner of the spacious living room. Every Sunday, we would gather for a brunch after church, and we would stop by to visit randomly whenever the weather was nice, and sometimes even when the weather wasn't nice. When I was in the fourth grade, my grandfather passed away, and it felt devastating. I was young, so naturally I don't have as many memories of him as I would like, as many as my older relatives. And every year, my memories get a little bit hazier. I remember the night he died, though. I remember visiting him, seeing him in his favorite chair, which had been moved from his house to his room in the nursing home. I remember 
the great sense of loss when I heard the news. And I remember the funeral and the snow that fell from the sky that morning. I remember I had a suit and a tie. The tie kind of looked like the tie he was wearing in an old photograph of him and my grandmother. I remember seeing my grandma in the church that morning and telling her that I was trying my best to look like him. I remember her crying as she hugged me. I remember being in the eighth grade when my grandmother passed away. Countless visits to see her in the hospital. The waiting rooms. I remember being at my best friend Justin's house on that Friday night. We were playing San Francisco Rush on my Nintendo 64, which I had packed and taken over to his house. I remember his mom making me grilled cheese because I was Catholic and couldn't eat meat that night. I remember the phone ringing and his mother telling me my mom would be there soon to pick me up. I remember briefly being home alone that night and crying in the kitchen. My dad came in the front door and I immediately stopped crying. Not that he would have thought differently of me if he saw me cry, because he wouldn't. He would have hugged me and comforted me. I remember not crying anymore after that. Not crying in front of anyone after that. At least not for a long time. And still to this day, I have a hard time with it. I don't remember her funeral. I've lost a lot of aunts and uncles since then. I've lost other relatives and friends since then. There was a time when it seemed like I couldn't go a year without having to go to a funeral, or two, maybe even three. In this chapter, as the rain turns to ice, and Dorothy is physically beaten by nature and the powers that be, she stands her ground and refuses to retreat or accept the loss on anyone else's terms. Her refusal to let anyone or anything take this moment away from her is one of the strongest in the book. It demonstrates her strength, her drive, and her strong will, even at the age of seven years old. I have to say, I have to admit, that when I wrote this chapter... I was drawing from my own personal experiences, but sometimes when I write, I'm not necessarily thinking of the depth. 
The passing of my grandparents didn't cross my mind at all when I wrote this. Those moments in my life didn't cross my mind when I recorded. They were absent when I sat down to edit and were nowhere to be seen when I pressed the button to publish the episode. Honestly, I didn't know what to write when I sat down to write this aftermath. It's a short chapter, and I was worried I wouldn't have much to say here. I don't want you to think Dark Days or Darker Days was written disingenuously, because they weren't. I don't want you to think this aftermath, or any for that matter, are disingenuous, because they aren't. But when I started writing this episode, I began to think of what I could write to fill the time, to fill the space in this empty word document. I wasn't expecting to write, or planning to write, anything so personal. I wasn't looking to dive into my own childhood. As I began writing and traveling down memory lane, though, it really dawned on me. These moments, these memories, the people I've loved and lost, the people I love, they all have a tremendous impact on me. They all guide me in invisible and unknown ways. Ways that I might not realize until years later. If ever. I don't know how to explain the feeling I got from this Aftermath episode this week. As I sat in the library, dredging up the pain from my otherwise lovely childhood. As I felt my lips trembling and my eyes on the verge of tears in that public place. I felt comfort. As I record this, I feel comfort. It feels like a beautiful moment of cosmic tranquility. That might sound cheesy. In fact, I know it sounds cheesy, but it's the God's honest truth. And it's pretty damned mystifying to me. Dark Days was dedicated to all my loved ones that passed before they had a chance to read it. Today, I feel as though those words, that dedication, are and is more true than ever. If I missed something, or failed to address something you feel I should have, then let me know. I'm always open to questions, comments, or constructive criticism. You don't have to like the show, although I'm not sure why you're listening if you don't. But like it or not, you can be nice. I know you can. I believe in you. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can do that by emailing darkdaysofdorothygale 
at Outlook.com. There's no more Twitter for me, or X, I guess. But you can find me on TikTok, where it's at DarkDorothyG. Alternately, I appear on TikTok, Instagram, and Threads under the identity of The Ordinary Sun. That's S-U-N. The Instagram feed, as well as the TikTok feed, both have a lot of fun Dark Days-themed artwork. And, of course, if social media isn't quite your jam, there's always the official Dark Days website, ddofdg.com. You can also find links to t-shirts and stickers and stuff there as well. Also, if you're a fan of all that Dante's Inferno stuff I did back in Part 2, I've compiled a list of all my favorite Inferno resources. It's got links and brief summaries and reviews of each place. So check that out on the website as well. Darker Days of Dorothy Gale used to be on Amazon as an ebook and in paperback form. But at the time of this recording, the podcast is the only way to experience it. If you would like to support the show, buying a t-shirt or a sticker or something is really the coolest way to go about it. If you want to support my specific brand of creativity in a more direct and financial way, you can always find me at buymeacoffee.com slash ordinary sun. Again, that's S-U-N. If you do, I will send you a personal handwritten thank you note, complete with a fun little sketch. I'll even give you a shout out on this obscure podcast if you like. If you don't want to donate to this cause, that's fine too. I totally get it. Times are kind of tough these days. Either way, I'm happy to do this. So come back next time for Chapter 51, The Wogglebug. Thanks for listening. I love you all.